You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So we were just talking off mics about hot ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. The hot show, the hot wing thing. Yeah. So hot. uh, What is it? Hot wings and even or hotter hot questions and even hotter wings is how they describe it. And um, my boss got it and. Did got the uh, array of hot sauces and did it with his family, and he was like, "It was fucking awful," and he's describing this horrendous experience. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! I will do that with my family, you know, like a normal person." So I get the kids on board, and they're like, "Hell yeah, we want to do it because we watch the shit out of this show on YouTube." And uh, yesterday, my boss shows up. He's like, "Here's all the sauces, man." Well, that was sweet. Super sweet of him. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. So I call Tara. I'm like, tonight it happens. It's happening. And she's like, okay. And I was like, so you need to get at least 30 plain wings from Wingstop. 30 plain wings. There's 10 hot sauces. Right. I gotcha. So we get about to the halfway point. Boy, hold on a second. So you've got you've got Christopher Tear. Tara, Tara won't do it. Uh, okay. She I refused. gotcha. Well, what about the baby? Yeah. I mean, you just just put a little sauce on your finger. You rub it on her gums. See how she does. Jesus, child. See how she does. Well, she's not gonna fucking kill her. She's. You know I mean, it's she's not gonna die. You know what's funny is it's probably borderline child abuse. The fact that I even gave it to the other kids because it gets fucking bad. Now I don't understand that how we have changed in a generation. Because when I was a kid, you could throw your child down a staircase. And it was okay. Now you can't give them hot sauce? Chemical burns. You can get chemical burns from the... Stop it. Yeah. You cannot... Swear. Sh- I stop swear. Stop it. Swear. Um, so we're like halfway through, and I'm like, okay, I can tell that this is going to really suck in the future. We press on. Now there's a hot sauce called Da Bomb. Why don't we go to a park and drink and smoke weed and record with this exact rig? Do you want to? Don't bring the mics. I mean, the mic stands. We just bring the microphones and we just go to a park and sit down at a bench and bullshit. We can do that. Yeah, I mean, not this week, but, you Next know. Next week. I think, yeah, I think they'd be recording outside. It'd be kind of fun. That would be nice. It's so pretty. Refreshing. Meet at, like, Creefcore Park. I'll bring my dog. Oh, there's also We can cool eat stuff. the dog. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so, so you abused your children by spitting acid into their mouths. Yeah, it wasn't real acid, but metaphorical acid, you know? And... Fuck, it was awful. So we get we get to the sauce called the bomb, and that's where it's like, God damn it, because it starts to hit you. And I don't know exactly how many Scovilles it is, but it, it fucking it sucked a little bit. And I was like, okay, this is bad. And everybody's like, it doesn't really get worse than that. That's the thing that you hear about the well, hot ones people, challenge. Because people lie. Because people are liars. No, no. It's just like having children. Oh, it's great. It's wonderful. It's perfect. It's a lie. No, it's so bad. Okay. The, the bomb is bad. Um, but I, I think most people are capped out at how bad they're able to measure 
because they're like, oh, this is so bad. This is the worst. It fucking wasn't. It wasn't. So the next sauce was like called Scorpion's Eye. And the only thing I can liken it to is Satan's fucking semen. <laughs> it's like you took ejaculate. a hot load of satanic ejaculate in your mouth. and 148 degree jizz. Oh my God, dude. Horrendous. And it's, it's What temperature fucking, does jizz boil at? I have no idea. We should find we, out. We should probably. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. What temperature does semen boil at? Hundred degrees Celsius. Noted. Thanks, Google. See, you always got to thank the, no, you I all, do. the AI overlord. No, you cannot take her for granted because we are already property. We're already bought dogs. There, are, we if we have two owners, the AI and China, and it might be the same thing. Mm. Anywho, so we take a mouthful of Satan's ejaculate, and at this point. I've never had my nose run from something being hot before. Really? You Seriously? Never. Um, so I'm like, my nose actually starting to get stuffy and runny. And I was like, wow, this is this is different. Your sinuses are draining. Yeah. You can feel that burning right I, here behind I your... Couldn't, I couldn't feel the burning uh. up there. Um, but my nose was running. And I was like, fuck, this is awful. Uh, and then we get to the last, the last one. It's called the last dab because it's tradition to put a little extra dab of the hot sauce on that one. So the kids are fucking crying at this point because they're, they've got fucking a mouthful of Satan's cum. Well, you also you have to consider that you know we traditionally, I know it's unpopular to talk about differences between races and cultures, but traditionally we white folk don't have the spiciest of foods. And so your children, yeah, I mean, they're the whitest of white folks. And I mean, if we were, mm. if, if it was Germany in 1933 and we were putting together a propaganda poster, your your sons, dude, they're it. No, for sure. So they're like crying and stuff. And we're on the last fucking wing with the last extra glob of hot sauce on it. And the psychological thing happens, and like I've watched it happen in the show, but I did not fully appreciate it until I had the wing with this extra glob of just disgusting fucking hot sauce. Like it's not, there's no flavor to it that's remotely pleasing. It's like fucking battery acid in your face hole. So I was like, fuck, this is, this part sucks. And I bit into it and I felt that hot sauce push against the roof of my mouth. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It, like, it, you could tell it was immediate fucking rush up into the sinus. Like, you could actually feel it clear out your sinuses. Not that it burned there, but I could... My mouth was fucking on fire. My lips hurt. And my kids were fucking crying and screaming. So I'm, like, trying to detach myself from the experience so that I can think about it rationally and think my way through it. And I did successfully but i could totally see where if you're eight or eleven or i'm sorry nine or eleven fuck dude eight or eleven yeah eight and eleven so if you're eight or eleven and you're experiencing that jesus jesus why did why did you do this to yourself 
And I, I can certainly see that, well, dad's going to do this thing and dad's cool and he's our hero and we want to be like dad and we want to do this thing. So I understand to some degree why your children chose this. I don't understand why you chose to do this. To prove that I could. Like you watch, if you watch the series, there's a bunch of celebrities that get through it and they're like freaking out and stuff like that. I did not have a freak out moment. It sucked. It sucked. But I'm like, okay, I understand what's happening to me right now. And this is, it's bad, but I could easily answer any questions or anything like that. I basically just described what it felt like. So you're 30 years old. 31, yeah. 31 years old. I'm 46 years old. Now, I can tell you that had I done this, I would have suffered today. I did suffer today. Because, oh, okay. Right, because you the... Because the, the thing is, is that all we really are is a tube with arms and legs. Yes. Um, I don't mean to offend, you know, paraplegics and quadriplegics and all the people who are thalidomides and who are born with or injured or whatever. So if you don't have four functioning limbs, I apologize if I have offended you. But your the back end of your tube, buddy. I mean, it's just gonna like it your goes tum- through your, you. Yeah, your tummy's gonna be warm and uncomfortable, and maybe even hurty from all that hot sauce. But then the most sensitive of places in your body, you're gonna burn. Why did you do it? Like I, I would, so, leave. I'd be, I'd be shoving ice cubes up my butt. I've never, I've never had any kind of stomach problems because of something spicy before. Seriously? Yeah. You, but you're a cracker. I've never had any kind of stomach problems because of something spicy before. I hate you. Um, I felt some indigestion last night. And then this morning, you know that like diarrhea feeling where it feels like there's a giant air bubble that's pushing toward your asshole? I felt that, but it was a little more burny. And I was like, man, what the fuck? I shit solid, okay? I shit solid. Oh my God, it had to hurt so bad coming out. But it burned. (laughs) like diarrhea and i'm like how the fuck is this even possible (laughs) and the bathroom did not smell like shit it smelled like that goddamn hot sauce and that was the part that blew my mind more than anything is that you could smell pepper (laughs) i could smell the hot sauce in my shit Oh my God, God! It sounds like getting shot. That's how my wife described it. Is that it's 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 pressure, it's extreme pressure, and then intense burning. Yeah, it it, it was. I guess it was like being shot. I don't know. It's probably not the same. But well, but yeah, but you've had. I mean, you've had. I mean, countless hot loads shot into Uranus. I'm curious as to why <laughs> coming out. You know, I guess the hot load in your mouth, I guess you just, you know, the other direction. I guess it's... Uh, Do you want one of those? I those? don't. Thank okay. you. I, like I, <clears throat> actually, you know what? I'm, apparently, I have milk throat, so I will open this spark. Because you took a hot fucking load to the throat. No, I, I, had, I crushed a monster in my car before I went into Office Depot, Bada-Boo, Max, yeah. whatever it's called these days. Office Land. Office Depot, because I wanted to get some stuff for a project I'm working on. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, um, I've never had a solid poop burn before, but it fucking did. Mm. Uh, after after the last dab, Christopher starts, my oldest starts fucking chugging milk, okay? And I'm like, slow down. You got to leave it in your mouth for a second. 
I did the whole thing with Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew was the trick, by the way. Um, Even the I see. I for me, I think that the carbonation would intensify burning. Not at all. So it's citrus and sugar. On and there were ice cubes in my Mountain Dew. So mm. I was fucking golden, man. Um, Christopher's fucking pounding milk, and then <laughs> then he he stands up. He goes over and just. <laughs> it wasn't like a normal like bleh. <laughs> it was bah! oh my god Jesus Christ vomits the funniest fucking thing it was a, <laughs> it was the Hadouken of vomit <laughs> it was Hadouken and fucking this glob just boom boom floor and I was like get in the fucking bathroom get in the bathroom and he's sitting there looking at it he's like he's like dad I threw up it was <laughs> It was a fucking horrendous experience for those boys. How, and how did Tear handle it? So Christopher chugs milk tear, and throws tears up. Tear's fucking pacing and crying. <laughs> he's like, it hurts so bad. It hurts. And uh, he's like, he's like what should I do? I did record most oh of my it, God. yes. So here's the thing. If you put that on YouTube, you'll get crushed. Oh, People yeah, will I know. call you a child you, abuser. You, I know. So I fucking I text my boss and I'm like, I'm like, Mike, we fucking did it. He goes, How far did you get? And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> the look on your face. You're so insulted and arrogant at the same time. It's amazing. I I am an exceptional fucking human. And I say that You are slightly average. I say that knowing that I am an exceptional goddamn human being. Um, no, I'm not some fucking bitch that's gonna quit out. There's dude, there's, you can't say bitch anymore, man. That's a that's a no no word. You cannot use it anymore. It's a bad bad word. You want to kill the show, don't you? Yeah, I do. No, <laughs> shut up. I just that's exactly what you're doing. You're like language. We can't use language. Oh no, I just we I, cannot use adjectives, so here's, here's nouns, I or love, anything. I love, but well, you can't speak, right? There, you just can't. You cannot use... If you speak, I will assume it is hate speech <laughs> and crucify you. So anyway, you told your boss, look, I am not some weak little bitch yeah. who is going to not... Yeah. I, I'm like, and my son threw up and he's like, did you take video of it? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, not of the puking, but yeah. the rest of it. I want to see it. So I'm a... Uh, oh, vomit video. That's the stuff. Dude. I didn't get. Oh, so dude, I'll die we, got, we got everything except for Christopher throwing up. Tara had just cut the camera. And but I'm telling you, man, the way that he threw up, it looked like a basketball, a white basketball came out of his face. Oh. It was huge and just bah! that was it. Over. So I'm fucking running the steam cleaner. And I'm like, I I feel so bad right now as I'm steam cleaning. Tear, Tear and Christopher are in the bathroom fucking rinsing their mouth and face. Tara's screaming at everybody. She's like, don't touch the baby. <laughs> because you have it all over your fingers. No, 100%. So we're, we're fooling around later. And she's like, she's like, did you wash your hands? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've washed my hands like five times. She's like, it burns. I need to go get in the shower. Oh, no, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you got to wear nitrile gloves when you do that. I, Keep that stuff off your I hands. I should have done something smarter than what I did. But I fucking, I went into it and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to own this shit. And I did. And I felt good about that. I'm like, damn it. I don't get beaten by hot wings. Um, and I didn't. But. 
there are parts of me. It's energy drink. It's it's just three D. Yeah. So they make one that's bomb pop flavored. If you go to Q, shut the front door. Out of this world. Out of this world. Um, the bomb pop flavored one is bomb. Oh my god. We how come we don't have an energy drink endorsement? If we could get Stanley Airplane keys and some and three D bu- energy, three D energy. <laughs> That'd be fucking magical, wouldn't it? <laughs> we could take over all of the airliners, right? If we had 3D energy, if we had energy in every physical, in, in, in all dimensions, in the dimensions that we comprehend, yes. and we had Stanley Airplane Keys, we could take over Earth. Well, and we would, and everybody knows that. That's yeah. why Stanley Airplane Keys avoids us. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. I still, I still have not emailed them. Oh, we should. So speaking, well, anyway, yeah, we should. We should. We should see if we could get a sponsorship with them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that would be fucking hysterical. I want to. I want to. Never mind. I can't. You say, know, what I we, actually can't say what I know, was about. to you say. You know what we should do? We should record a pitch and send them the audio file of how we would advertise for them. That would yeah, be fucking just have awesome. The, have the you just have the elite black. With the gold Allahu Akbar in Arabic. Oh my be... God. <laughs> yeah, we probably, that's the thing I wasn't going to say that I probably shouldn't have said. Yeah, but, I'll, cu- I'll cut But here we are. Out. Here we are. I said it. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm getting uh, blown up right now by work. Oh, it's quite all right, man. It is absolutely quite all right. So I was, I was thinking about codependence mm-hmm. this morning. And I and I look at my near twenty nine relationship with my wife, and I can point at some pretty colossal colossal is not the right word, but some pretty significant instances of codependence in our relationship, and it made me think about well everybody's relationship, and is there a level of codependence to it, and. Is codependence healthy? Is it common? I mean, I certainly think that it's common. Um, I would even go so far as to say that it is necessary. I mean, there are things that my wife does that she is good at that I am dependent upon her to do. For sure. And conversely, things that I am good at. Like, she's recently had to go back to work, right? To Mm -hmm. be physically at work. She's been working through the whole pandemic, and thank God we are both very, very fortunate. Right. but she had to go back to the physical office, the pharmaceutical company that she works for, make something. I told, I said this last time on the show, didn't I, about Phytocall? Yeah, how did, how did she feel about that? She was bummed because okay. she really, really likes working from home. And she's an introvert. She's one of those people that is more productive when she's not at the office because there are fewer distractions and people essentially trying to mon- not monopolize, but use her time. Right. It's much easier to it's much easier for her to manage her time if she's checking emails and instant messages and able to do all that from the computer and not have to interface with people directly. She's more efficient. I'm the opposite. But with her going back to work, dude, I I have been so productive at home myself because there's she's not the distraction not there of your wife as anymore. a distraction to me. Yeah. Which is not it's not her fault, right? Yes. It is my fault for poorly managing my time. But not only am I getting more work done for my own sort of side hustle, you know, the influence foundation stuff. But the house is clean, the laundry's done. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super productive with her not being in the house. It's just interesting to me how we work differently in that fashion. Okay. Right? But 
you know, she, I think, as much as I am dependent upon her financially, I think that she very much likes the fact that she doesn't have to be as responsible for cleaning the house and things like that. I mean, I make her lunch for her in the morning. And I was Aww. like, man, I'm a, I'm a hell of a house husband. I should do this full time. But there are other elements where I guess codependency may not be the right word. It, it just may be indulgence. I don't. I don't know. I mean, symbiotic. Yeah, yeah. I just. I. I feel like that. You know, maybe if she was somebody with with somebody else, they would they would be bothered by how much sugar she consumes. And maybe if I was with somebody else, they would be bothered by my substance abuse and dependence and to to a greater degree than my wife is. And I don't I don't know if that is acceptance. I don't know if it is indulgence. I don't know if it's codependence. So there there is a degree in any relationship of live and let live. Right, like, it has to be, right? You, you, absolutely. You cannot control every aspect of another individual's life. Mm. Um, that's tyranny. And they would eventually get fed up with it and either lash out or leave. Right. Uh, those are basically the two, you know, the two paths that they could take at that juncture. So there, you have to. You have to do that. There has to be some level of acceptance of the other person's flaws. Right. Right. So then at what, at what point, I guess the issue is and what clouds the judgment is that your dependence upon the other person blurs the line of what is or is not acceptable. And I think that, I think that, you know, in some ways, and I'm not trying to throw my wife under the bus. I mean, I'm responsible for my own decisions. Yeah. But, in some ways, I think that she is, uh, you know, accepted who I am in terms of when it comes to using substances and what have you. And she doesn't really, as long as I don't do cocaine, I don't think she cares, which I know she does care, right? I'm not trying to be flippant, but she also, I don't know. I, 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 th- I, think, I think she knows that as far as substance abuse goes, you smoke some weed. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and some some is probably well. It's a, it's not it's not like you're doing heroin. No. Or cocaine. No. I. It's uh, not like you're abusing prescription drugs. Yeah. It's not like I you're. Love heroin. I mean, I've it's not heroin. like you're doing acid. Oh, now. Or I, mushrooms. Uh, again, on occasion. Yeah. Okay. But not mushrooms, but I I've never done mushrooms. Although that's on my bucket list. But I've done I've done LSD even. As recent as a few months ago. Sure. But it's not something that you do with any kind of regularity. No, like shit. Now, I know people who are like every Friday night, that's what they do. There, There's a, a a level of responsibility to your action with that. And if you're not doing anything to harm her or yourself while you're doing that, as ridiculous as that sounds when we're talking about substance abuse, then what would she have to be upset about? Well, sure. And even though, I mean, I've, I've never laid a finger on her in that fashion, but she's much happier with me overindulging in marijuana than she ever was me overindulging in alcohol, like without question. It's a different person though. For sure. Sure. It's a different person. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I get, I I get that. And I know that alcohol affects people, you know, any substance is going to have some unique effect. Right. It's so funny. Um, I was, I was just kind of fucking around on YouTube the other day and this video popped up on, it, it was a, it was in a cadaver 
and it was the effects that alcohol has on your body. And they took it from basically when it enters your mouth till it passes out of your body. And they took it to the brain and stuff like that. And it was really, really interesting because it's ethanol that actually has the effect on you. And then ethanol is turned into, um, I forget what the, what the chemical changes that, uh, that, that occurs, but it turns into something else in your body that's actually more toxic than ethanol, but can be broken down by part of the body. Um, when it enters your brain, you, you actually get very conflicted things. So it, it triggers a stress response. It triggers euphoria and, um, it's basically like three or four different things happening at the same time that aren't supposed to happen in unison. And I thought, I thought that was really interesting because I'm like, wow. So while you say, I'm going to relax and have a drink, like you're doing something to trigger a stress response. So that's why it's hard to sleep. Uh huh. You don't sleep as well because your body is receiving stress signals. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, wow. And then hangover, they say there's not a hundred percent, they're not a hundred percent on what causes it. But, um, w- what I've heard is it's withdrawal symptoms. Hmm. Uh, I've also heard it was dehydration, uh, because there's like this diuretic thing that happens as your body's processing alcohol. If you work out it, uh, it basically takes away from your workout that day, all kinds of interesting stuff. Hmm. So I've been a little more apprehensive to drink since watching it. Yeah, I just drink. I just fewer and farther between for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, because I took the year off. Mm-hmm. And after that, I, uh, I like I'd, I'd have I'd have drinks a few nights a week, but I wouldn't get drunk. You know what I mean? I'd have a few beers here or there. And that was it. Right. Didn't really think anything of it. Now, there have been a couple of occasions where I've done binge drinking with friends that's fucking foolish like and the hangover just isn't worth it and i'm at an age now to where it it hits hard it hits fucking hard it's real and yeah i just don't want any fucking part of that yeah one of the worst hangovers i had was actually a few years ago i went to a local a local convention called archon with some buddies And, uh, I just, the next day, I mean, I I couldn't, I spent the vast majority of the day in bed because I, my head hurt so bad. I was so, I just couldn't move. And I was like, head hurts. Were you throwing up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's the one that fucks with me, man. I can deal with a headache. Really? Yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I hate the headache a lot. So I, I'm a, I take showers like every couple hours when I'm, fucking hung over mm-hmm. i'll go get in the shower and just chill wait i'm sorry i'm i'm confused the headache is what you can't stand or the vomiting the the vomiting is what i can't oh, stand i can vomit like a champ no i hate the vomiting because i can't keep food down so i know it's not possible to feel any kind of better mm. like the more malnourished you become the worse you feel right so you, you that's like this vicious cycle oh i can't keep any food down well you basically all you can do is wait that's all you can do is give it time until you can keep food down. See, I, I'm the kind of person who I'll throw up and then bounce back. Like I'm a, I'm a Roman at the vomitorium. I feel like hell. 
um, like on a night of drinking or whatever, I'll go throw up and I'm like, okay, cool. No, I'm clean. If I throw up that night, I'm good. Ah. It's if I'm, if I'm so hungover that I'm throwing up the next day, I'm in a, I'm in fucking bad shape then. It's the, the, what gets me is the dry heave when there is nothing. And you have the headache. And you're, so it's just head pressure. Convulsing, you know, just the contract of the, of your stomach and you just, you can't, oh God. Nothing happens and you're like, I'm just waiting to throw my intestines up at this point. Somebody fire put a bullet in me now. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's no, bad. Yeah, my wife always hated when I would get like that. And of course, I don't do that now. 20 odd years ago, I was pretty awful. But man, it doesn't matter how high I get. I never feel bad. You never know, feel. I never feel. Do you feel more depressed the next day, like after it wears off? I don't. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. I don't. No, I know that's true for some people, and I know that it can certainly have effects on depression and schizophrenia. However, um, I think that that is, and again, I'm not a scientist, obviously. I'm just pulling this out of my butt. But if I was in my late teens, early 20s before my brain has fully congealed, I think that that would be different. Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't either. It also could just be it affects me uh, differently than it does some people or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just know it's my I, jam, Chris. I don't do well with weed. It's just my jam. Not for me. Yeah. Not You're for my me. jam, Chris. I know. I'm most people's jam. You are. You're super, yeah. you're super handsome. You're I, all welcome. Yeah, I, I I, think that we should release this video because um, no, all press is good press. And so if you're if you're savaged on social media because you fed your children hot sauce, I, I don't care. They're not my children. It's already done. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like you consulted me prior. I just think that we should release this video so that our listeners <laughs> can see your children children in pain in pain yeah yeah no that's all there i don't it's so weird with kids okay when you have kids you want to post pictures of your kids and show your kids off because you love them and you're proud of them but you don't want to give some fucking weirdo photographic evidence of what your kids look like or anything like that you know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you scroll through Facebook and you're like, oh, she's attractive. She's attractive. She's attractive. She's attractive. Yeah. You know, you don't want some some, some skeevy pedo out there looking. Well, that's a, that's throwing a bit... your kid's picture in the spank bank. Right? So when when I look at my kids and like it's been like this since I had them, I'm like, I would kill anybody on this planet for you. And it's just this weird thought that you have as a parent. And you're like, if if something in this world would rise up against you. I would destroy it in the most vicious way that I possibly could. And with a pedophile or something like that, it doesn't really change. Like, I would destroy you in the most vicious and violent way that I could. So don't look at my kids' pedos. And it's just, it, it's different with a daughter, too. Oh, dude, I can't. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. I, I would be, I would be the worst. Oh, no, I, I will end up in prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're not going to end up in prison because you're a, you're a, you're a good man and your wife is a good woman and you're good parents and your child is going to be reasonable and responsible. I did see it's it's not about that. I'm not worried about my child being reasonable and responsible. I'm worried about a malevolent world. Sure, and I I understand what you're saying about you worry more about your daughter in that world than you do about your sons in yeah. that world. Did I totally totally get that? But you also, I'm sure, accept the fact that do you can't control much. No, you can't. You really can't. But 
you can control the consequences for when somebody does something evil. And like when you have kids, that's where you're like, you'll get it. Well, and you can prepare them for that. I mean, I think that's your responsibility, right? I mean, I don't, again, that's another reason I don't have kids is that that's, that's a lot of work. No, I want, I, I, so as soon as she can walk, I want to get her in martial arts so that she can defend herself to some degree. Yeah. And then, then, you know, I figure by the time she's five, six, we can get her her first handgun. I'm, oh. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, there's there's actually so a buddy of mine named Jason Brick does a show on YouTube called The Safest Family on the Block. One of the episodes he interviewed a woman whose name I don't recall, but she's she's very petite and she's a whatever degree black belt in I believe Kempo mm-hmm. Kempo karate or Kempo mm-hmm. uh, any any which way. It's amazing because she talks about with being a woman she talks about basically the the uh gender dysmorphia the the physical differences between men and women Mm -hmm. and what women have to do in order to be assertive fighters in those situations and really understanding pressure points weak points throat eyes violent you have to be violent yeah you have to be savage you have to be like a chimpanzee Riding on a Segway? So chimpanzees are fucking evil animals. And when they attack somebody or something, it's your face and genitals and fingers. Anything that is remotely weak, they pull out, rip off, or bite off. Like, they're fucking savage. So, like, if you look at somebody that's been involved in a chimpanzee attack, they generally get their face torn off, fingers bit off, and... A lose lot their, of the times, they lose their genitals. Yeah, they lose your dick and balls. Gonna get gone. They're fucking. They're crazy yeah, animals. Yeah, no, they're they're they're. But amazing. like, it, if you're a woman that is in a vulnerable position like that, well, you have to be willing to, right, be that violent and vicious, right, to an attacker. Yeah, I, mean, I wanted uh, that. You know, I want the rapist who who got me to always remember me when he looks in the mirror because I gouged out an eye and bit off his nose. I mean, that's the thing. What if he doesn't get you because of that? Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And then, oh, then you're marked. Oh, what, are you going to go to the hospital now? You just attempted to rape somebody. Right. You're going to get caught there because they're going to put out a call. She's going to call somebody. You're going to get caught. And then you're going to go to jail for attempted rape, and you're going to have a bit off nose, so you're fucking easy pickings for the other inmates. Right. That's fucking great. (laughs) Yeah. This is fucking great. I, just, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the idea of somebody being awful to somebody, especially just to assert some kind of dominance or power. Like it's bizarre to me. It's in. I think it. I think it comes from just being weak and pathetic. Anyway, does that make sense? It. It does. I. I honestly believe that there are people out there that that is how they get their kicks. That's their thing, right? That's their jam is to put other human beings in positions of weakness where they dominate and control them. And I think that those people are extremely, extremely ill and much like pedophiles are in a situation where I struggle with my stance on taking human life. Well, I mean, here, it's different if you're into dominatrix style sex oh sure yeah i'm not talking about yeah because that's that's normal consensual sex but yeah when it comes to like a rape thing no man like i'm 
you're stealing. You're stealing. You're stealing and you're well, hurting. You, well, like, you're you're ruining someone. I mean, the 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 psychological No, the damage that's yeah, done with the, that is the incredible. graffiti that you've done to their psyche. Yeah, right? no, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. And most of those people can't have healthy sex lives for a long, long, long time after yeah. shit like that happens. So, you know, that's fucking horrendous. Yeah. Agreed. I, you know, I'm okay with their attackers being See when attacked back when, if if someone is if someone is detained and they're in custody, right? And they are not a threat to other people on the outside. And I mean honestly, I, I don't want them to be a threat to people on the inside of the institution either, but that's mm-hmm. a whole different conversation. Yeah. But once someone is in detention, right, what what is the purpose of taking their life? To no longer support it, right? So, so I and 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 that that argument I could get behind if it wasn't in I think you know almost universally every case in every state that has capital punishment, it is cheaper to keep them in Gen Pop and alive than it is on death I row. I don't know how that's even possible. That doesn't even make sense. It's it is the security levels in maximum security death row security is significantly significantly more expensive. Um, if they added an express lane. So, but you, but you can't do that because you have in many, many states automatic appeals. So sure. if someone is going to be put to death, we automatically have to go through the process a second or a third time. Okay. So here then, knowing that that person exists is heart wrenching and it is damning to the person who experienced the trauma and to anybody else who could potentially be traumatized by that individual. So then removing them from the equation altogether, I think is is an appropriate course of action. Right. Even, even if, even if it is more costly. Okay. And if that person has some sort of death row conversion and mea culpa, where they have thrown themselves on their knees and begged their victim and the victim's family for forgiveness and put forth tremendous effort while on death row to help educate others to not do the evil that they have done. Good. Don't do the evil that you've done, but you already fucking did it. And that's why you get to be judged. Right. But, but, but not by me. By a jury of your peers, sure. by God, I get that. Yeah, I don't know so, by but, existence. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, is that I'm not. I mean, I I know that I don't approve of your behavior, and I know that I want you not to be a member of society. I want you exiled in some fashion, whatever that exile. Okay, so is. do we send them to a desert island? Well, would you? Yeah, that I don't know, man. I don't have. I don't have. Is the that answers. what we do? Do we send them to Australia because they did that once and it became a sovereign nation? Yeah, and then they then over generations they became pretty kick ass. I mean, I love the Australians. No, they're I think great. They're, I think they're great. great. But it's, I don't know, man. I don't want them. Like, I don't. Anybody's capable of doing anything. Like, we have to understand that. You are capable of being evil and awful, and you make decisions not to. That is morality in action. So, if you're capable of doing evil, you decide not to do evil, and somebody else is doing evil, well, then you have the ability to judge them I, based I, on the fact that you don't do it yourself. I feel like if Jordan Peterson had a punk band, they would be morality in action. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, like I, that, that's, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. So, I, it's one I struggle with for sure. I, I don't. still every day. I hate them. Yeah, I that. Don't be a fucking raper. Don't be a raper. Don't be a don't, pedo. 
Don't be, don't be, don't be a thief. Don't be a killer. And don't if, be if a you, liar. If don't you be... have inclinations <laughs> to things that are bad, seek out counseling and help before you no, act on anything. For sure. No, I, I totally get that. I totally, totally get that. Ba-da-boom. Like, okay. Like, that's what you do. You try to get help. And you do it before you hurt somebody else. And you do that to help other people. I want to help you out of those pants. That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> They've got checkerboarded things going on them. What do you? I don't even. I didn't even. They're Vans. They're Vans board shorts. Nothing wrong with Vans board shorts. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Not even paying us. Some even when you're some super sexy long hair SoCal skateboard guy. With I'm your, not a SoCal with anything. Your, with your man bun. I don't, I don't claim them, and they no, don't claim me. No, no. You. If people saw a picture of you, they would assume that. Well, I mean, they would. They would assume you're a pothead as well. Oh yeah, no for. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's that's always the funniest thing. So, Jason, our mutual friend, yeah, he uh, he's like, I totally thought you smoked weed. <laughs> nope. You mean because I don't cut my hair? That that's a pretty automatic. He's yeah. like, well, it's the vibes you put off, man. <laughs> I thought you were a cool dude. No, I, was like, I thought you were cool. Uh, <laughs> I love I love how. You, you're cool or not cool based on your consumption of marijuana. It reminds me of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They had, there was a, some bit with the Mooner Knights, and they're like, what are you guys, high? No, we're not high. Vi, are you cool? <laughs> oh, except it wasn't the Mooner Knights. It was the other guys. I can't remember. The Mooner Knights are so good. Any which way. Yeah, I, no, I am cool, Chris. You're I know not, you are. And I'm I am. Not. I'm not. According I'm not. to our mutual friend, Jason. That's exactly right. You're cool. Not cool. That's okay, though. When we're done recording, I'm going to go home and be cool. I'll bet. (laughs) When we're done recording, I'm going to pee. Oh, me too. I'm going to pee again because I have a tiny bladder like a little peanut. Dude, I I drank a bunch of coffee and water this morning in in an attempt to, like, make sure that whatever comes out of my ass isn't so bad. I don't know if that helps, but that's my rationale. Yeah, you want the diuretics to get things moving, and you want the water to just have lots of water in that system, make everything good and liquid. Yeah, I'm I'm like, that fucking, those pepper extracts, those oils that are burning the shvinkta, I would like to coat my shvinkta with water. Do Do you, what about just if you stick an ice cube in your butt, and then... You have this, like, dreaded fascination. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then you have Tara just go... Just gently. You have this dreaded fascination with sticking ice cubes in, in the butt. And then she can just blow on your butthole. I don't want her anywhere <laughs> near my butthole. And then you can just get cooled off. You have a little ice cube in your butt. And then and maybe maybe she can just kind of boop, push it in a little deeper. <laughs> what was the, uh, there was a, there was a kid's movie where they, uh, they put a rectal thermometer in a dog. And the dog goes, oops, but just swallowed it. <laughs> That's what I thought of when he said the ice cube. Like, what happens if the butt accidentally swallows it? That's funny. What's the word of wisdom? You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I didn't really have a good word of wisdom I was, I was thinking about today. Mm. Do you think about this before the show? So I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I actually have a word of wisdom prepped and ready to go. That, you are better at this than I am mm. because I'm like, I just want to show off and talk about things and whatever happens, happens. That's, that's the will of the universe. Yeah. I guess, I guess for me, I, I need to do a better job of showing up. So show up, not up or shut up. 
Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, again, um, I, I would, I would say shit or get off the pot shit or get off because the pot. if you say nut up or shut up, then that's very misogynistic and refers to Jesus testicular fortitude. Now the problem is, is people that don't have buttholes and that can't poop. For example, we're going to be canceled by the colostomy folks, mm. the colostomy people who cannot shit on the pot because they have they a have shit bag a stoma yeah. that is adhesively attached to their abdomen and that's where their poop is going they're going to cancel us because we have been insensitive to the fact that they cannot engage in this we have to stop talking about con- cancel culture on the show i disagree with you i think that what we have to do is that we have to tackle we it. have to point out we, everything we, that you could possibly be we, canceled for in all of its ridiculousness we must take cancel culture to its satirical end to its extreme yes exactly we have to find anything that could be cancelable I actually heard something the other day and I'm going to say this and I don't want you to edit it out not because I I firmly believe that black lives matter and that's great and that we should pay attention to what is the, the the differences and the terrible things that the black community has had to live with in this in this world but what's interesting is black lives matter Asian lives matter. Latino X lives matter. I'm scared because we're dangerously close to all lives mattering. 